It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to wall. Wall, measure, deal, gets open for three. Hi everybody, welcome to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Becca Winker, also known as at BeccaMVP on Twitter. And I am currently sitting at a Starbucks with sports professional Ben Standig. How are you today, Ben? Wow, I don't think I've ever been introduced as a professional of any <laughs> kind, so I'll, I'll take it. Uh, for the record, I Becca is very concerned about our situation. I told her I was going to come to a Starbucks and do some work. She's like, well, I need a podcast guest. I'm like, fine, but this is where I'm going to be, so you have to come out here. And now we're here, and she's like, this is weird. We're outside. There's things happening. There's dogs, and she doesn't really know what to do. Plus, like... I'm sitting in front of her. She has not had a guest before she's saying, so there's a lot going on here, so keep that in mind as you're listening. Okay, anyway, also I found out she's wearing a Bruce Springsteen shirt and literally had no idea who Bruce Springsteen was. Like, not at all. So this is also problematic. But anyway. Actually, I know exactly who Bruce Springsteen is. I just wanted to make a joke because I thought it would be funny if I said I didn't know who he was and was wearing a shirt, but that's um, okay. I've been to four Bruce Springsteen shows. How many have you been to? I have not been to four. You just Googled it. Yo, that was a big fake out. I've been to four Bruce Springsteen shows. And my favorite was when he played at Nats Park a couple years ago, and he played for like four hours. Well, I legitimately believed you when you just said you didn't know, because you had a look on your face of like, dude, stop being old. I don't know who that is. That's what I legitimately thought. All right, but you got me on that one, even though I'm still not sure if I totally believe you. But anyway. Recently, Sports Illustrated came out with a ranking system. Am I correct? Wait, I have a question. You're not going to tell people how to follow me on Twitter. I'm only, <laughs> I'm, only I'm only here to get to, to, to get some of the uh, Becca MVP buzz. I need to, I need some help. I got to get more followers. Well, as you know, um, Ben Standig actually had this podcast before I had it. I don't know why you wouldn't be following Ben on Twitter. But if you're not, you really should be. Wow, and she has to look it up. I mean, how do you not know this by heart? It's, it's at Ben Standig. I'll save you the, the hassle. I, also, I write for the Sports Capital. If you have not checked out the Sports Capital, you should definitely do so. Okay, so have we successfully plugged in your information? Yeah, we're, cool? yeah we're good. I mean, when, when, when you tweet this out, 
I assume I will get more attention because you get more likes and t- retweets on like saying good morning than I do breaking news of like Martin Gortat getting traded. Well, I did post um, good morning superstars with John Wall wearing sunglasses, and I did get a lot of responses, so I was pretty excited about that. I would say there's a difference between somebody following you on Twitter and somebody being active with you on Twitter. Like, I have some followers. They don't necessarily, like, I, I don't necessarily know that they were paying attention. That's actually why you should actually post on your Twitter, hey, how's it going? Hey, how are you doing? Maybe people will respond to you. Right. <laughs> Be- 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 Beck and I were earlier comparing how she tweets out good morning, and it feels like everybody who responds to her is very nice and, and tweets about, you know, you know, the sun rises and sets on her head, and I get, hey, jerk, I can't <laughs> read your story because it's behind a paywall. Screw you. Yeah, so how does it feel to be a guest on the show that you hosted? This is the second time I've done this. I, I when uh, the, when Noah had the the gig, I I went on with him. So yeah, it's uh it, it's uh fine. I'm glad to see the, uh, the the thing is going. Um, at some point here, people are gonna say, hey, stop with the uh, stop, stop with the morning zoo radio banter and what's up with the with the wizards. So uh you know the, I don't know if you know this, but obviously I'm sure you do. They have a preseason game October 1st. What's today? The 14th or something? Mm-hmm. So that's not that far away. So things are going to happen soon. Training camp will, announcement will be coming any minute. Things will be happening. So are you going to attend the preseason game? Of course uh, you are, right? I mean, presumably. It's, it is only preseason. But, yes, presumably I will be. If the Wizards are playing at home, I will, in theory, be there. Perfect. Well, today I wanted to get your perspective on the John Wall ranking. Sports Illustrated, how do you feel about his ranking? I believe it's number 24. Out of how many people? Was it 100? How do you feel about that? Do you feel like he deserves that ranking, or do you feel like he should be higher? I mean, Kyle Lowry was 23. So, a couple questions on this. One, I have to. you are within arm's reach of me, so if I say the wrong thing here, I, you know, it could be an upside-the-head situation, so I need to be a little cautious. So I don't exactly – I'd have to go back and look and see what they qualified as. Like, were they making it like, here are the people who are the best players in the league this second. Here are the people we think will be the best in the league over the course of the year. One of the people who did the list, Ben Golliver of Sports Illustrated, was on my podcast a few weeks ago, and we talked about sort of the making of the list. And I, I you know, I don't remember what happened yesterday, but I, we talked about some of the we, – we, we did talk about John Wall and sort of the notion of where he ranks among – point guards and it was around that time when John Wall made the comment that some people don't think I'm a top five point guard I don't know depending on how you view it you could argue either way on some of these things on some of that stuff so I honestly didn't really look at the entire list and you said Kyle Lowry is right ahead of him I would probably put John Wall ahead of Kyle Lowry that said you know last year in the playoffs one of the reasons Toronto won was Kyle Lowry was really really good he made a he he shot a really high percentage from three he's a guy who's kind of overlooked throughout his career and as I guess some would argue so is John Wall I, I don't really have a major issue with the ranking. If you said to me who are the best players in the league, he probably is higher. But if you're sort of factoring in the totality of the situation, the Wizards coming off an eighth seed, Toronto was the one seed. I get it. I probably would flip the order of those two in particular, but I, I can't quibble too much. Um, you're not balling your hand into a fist, so I guess I didn't uh, upset you too much. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd have to look at the whole list. I don't really have a huge problem with it. If we're you know, somewhat basing on where things were a year ago. I mean, would you put 23 players in front of John Wall? If you had to choose someone to play on your team, would you choose 23 players over John Wall? I hope everybody's enjoying the dog barking in the background, by the way. You know... This was Ben's idea, not mine. You know, very much true. I, I anticipated a few things that was not thinking of a dog. So we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to see what happens. Um... Here's what I would say to your question. If you're just like if we're just sort of playing the equivalent of like fantasy basketball, like you put players on the on the on the 
on a list and you pair them up with other players on a list and you say, this is my team, I could probably say John Wall should be higher. But if you're telling me I have to put together an actual team, that they have to play together and they have to be cohesive and they have to have good chemistry and mesh and all that stuff, then I need to sort of think about where is how do I have, who else am I getting to go with John Wall to make it work because not, it's not that he's ever a good player but it doesn't work with everybody but in both ways so uh meaning either him is the lead or him is the second boy the dog is just going to town uh, like i said if i just made a list he would be higher if i was actually putting together a team i'd have to consider what am i trying to do what's my tone and all that because if you are the best player on the team you in the nba you, you set the tone and um sometimes he doesn't set the best one, in my humble opinion. I feel like John hasn't had the chance to compete with a lot of elite talent until last season, but I do feel like because he was injured for half the season and we got eliminated the first round, I mean, the ranking might be more fair. I'm a little biased because I am a Wizards fan. I don't know if Ben is a Wizards fan himself or he just follows them. Sure, yeah, no, I mean... I mean, I grew up in this area. I grew up a fan of all the teams. There's, you know, some level of emotional tie, but largely I'm basically dead inside. I mean, I just, like, shut shut all that off to, uh, largely, so I try to look at these things objectively, and, uh, you know, you can't, you know, you got to keep all that stuff at the door. Uh, and, and, look, I mean, you know, John's been nice to me over the years through in dealing with media i saw him the other day at the mystics game but you know you gotta call things like it is like i said i'm not saying like they should trade him or he's horrible or he's the reason that they fell in the eight seed or any of that stuff i'm just saying if we're looking at the list of the best players in the league sure he could make all nba team one year in a given year and other years he's going to be outside i mean the top again i'd have to have the list in front of me but like you know once you get past the elite elite the, the lebrons and the durants and curry and all that you know the next 10 15 guys you know i could sort of jumble in any order depending on what's happening but so you know but look the rally is and here's the other thing to consider you know this is a, a list done by a nat by national writers so so you have to keep in mind this is a list from a net from national writers and while national writers are aware of abreast of everything that's happening in the league it is different they're only going in many cases it, you know they're, they have lives they have to sleep at some point so they're going off on some level off of highlights off of stats they're not living it in the day-to-day and what were the stat what were the what was the buzz around john wall last year are the wizards better without john wall that's that was the thing uh, the fact that john wall at you know while, while i know a lot of people in the wizards fan base would sort of blame march and gore tot more for than john wall for that whatever that was you know, John Wall took heat for that as well. He's involved, and he's supposed to be the leader of the team. So, from a national perspective, John Wall took a hit last year. That, that that's a sort of a I, I don't say fact as in if it's true, fact as in this is the perception. So that you have to consider all that when you come up with these lists. And pl- at, at the same point, look look at Otto Porter. He's ranked 42 on that list. I, I believe in Otto Porter. I think too many people around here discount him. But at the same point, 42. Is that fair? You're basically saying if you took all the players in the league, he would be the the second player on a team. Is he that guy? I don't know. But if you look at the stats, his stats suggest that he is. And again, if you're a national person, the stats love Otto Porter. They advance stats. And, you know, you watch him play. He does a lot of good things night in, night out. He's not that exciting. But from a national perspective, you look at a lot of like, wow, those numbers compare up against a lot of people. So, you know, always keep stuff like that in mind when you're thinking about things like this. But again, that's the dead inside, try to be rational sort of. Awesome. Well, thank you for your insight on the Sports Illustrated 100 top players of 2019 ranking. And we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to be discussing our predictions for the next season.
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Becca, and today we are here with a special guest and Locked On Wizards alumni, Ben Standig. And so that being said, what is your prediction for John Wall's season? How do you think he's going to perform this season? Do you think he's going to have a breakout season, kind of like how he did in 2017? Or do you think he's going to have another rough season? Or do you think it's going to be an average season? What are you feeling right now? It's a good question. I mean, every year he acts like, you know, he's got the chip on his shoulder. You know, he's been overlooked. I suspect the sports I'm actually surprised maybe I missed it you can tell me if I did I don't recall him reacting to this uh, ranking I would suspect he would feel dissed by it I mean Bradley Beal was ranked 27 so not to say that 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 would be his his issue but that's a pretty close gap between the two of them because I'm sure he thinks he should be much higher uh, so if he comes in with that chip a lot of it ultimately comes down to health right I mean and we don't know uh, the one thing about John Wall's game if he, from a speed standpoint, can't go 100%, I do wonder what happens to his game. Like, he's one of those guys who, at some point in his career, let's just forget, say, injuries, just age. The cliff might be fairly steep because what he does so well is get by, he just, he's a blur on the court, he gets by guys. But if he if that goes away and he has to become more of a pull-up shooter, did shoot better from three last year, but that's not necessarily the strength of his game. But in terms of next year, I just need to know what the, what the strength of his knees are. He'll be an all-star, I presume. He'll, he'll compete for all NBA, I would presume. It doesn't mean he'll get there, but he'll be in that mix. But I, I guess I just need to know the, the strength of his knees. Plus, the other factor is the locker room dynamics. I mean, we got Dwight Howard, but there's also a whole bunch of guys who are free agents. That could change a lot of stuff, and he has to be the leader of the team. So he's got to figure out a way to get everybody integrated. So to that extent, how that happens will affect how he his season and uh, how he's viewed. How, how, how's that? That's a great answer. And from a team standpoint, John thinks that, you know, the sky's the limit. Since now the East is open, well, quote-unquote open because LeBron James is not here. However, the Raptors have Kawhi Leonard, which he hasn't played with the team. I don't think he's interested in staying there for too long. Now we've got the Celtics coming back with Kyrie and Hayward. They haven't had a chance to really form team chemistry, and then there's us. So it's kind of interesting to see like how it'll pan out. Do you think the Wizards will be a top three seed? Do you think they'll be higher than that? Do you think they'll be lower than that? I mean, what are you feeling right now? Becca, MVP is Vegas, and you're setting the over/under at three. Do I? So am I going higher or lower? Is that is that where you're? Is that the thing? It's not like higher or lower. It's like if you could predict what seed they would be, assuming that they won't be eighth seed like last season. Well, okay, well, so set the line for me. Like, what's your predict? Is the line three and a half? Like, uh, they, you know, three and a half. yeah, you know, well, because you have to do a half, right? You can't say they're gonna be, you know, is that gonna be? So the line's three and a half. They're gonna be below or over that line? Like, is that? I mean, maybe that's not the line. The thing, right. but, but is that your line three and a half? That's not what I think. I think they have potential to be the second seed, but I don't know how you feel, and I'm a little biased. So. No, is that true? <laughs> I'm slightly, I'm slightly biased, 
So I think they could be second seed. I think they could be third seed. I think it's going to be difficult for them considering all the star power that's in Boston right now. So I'm just curious to see from a professional standpoint, how do you feel about the seeding this season? Right. I'm a sports professional who doesn't know how to drink Starbucks. I got a, what would I get here? A uh, cold brew and like it's got ice in it. So every time I pick it up, the, there's like water melting from the bottom of the glass. It keeps hitting my, my leg and it's really not good. So, okay, so I would say this. If you look at almost any national projections, they all have Wizards somewhere in the 6 to 8 range, almost all of them. And that's because what these national people do is they just look at what happened last year, and to the most part, they just repeat, I mean, outside of, you know, LeBron leaves Cleveland but goes to the Lakers, so that's going to change a lot of things. So everybody's just looking at the Wizards and assuming a repeat. That is stupid. Which isn't to say that they couldn't finish in 7th or 8th. I mean, if things go, quote-unquote, wrong... Sure, but injuries or just the chemistry or whatever. But I, my my basic point has been, you know, with somewhere around the point of like 15, 20 games to go, they were the four seed last year, and then you know they ran out of gas with um with the group that had been doing really well prior to John with John being out. Eventually, just you know, they, they, it went the wrong way. They lost 14 out of 21 end of year. So yeah, they could easily be top three or four seed. The talent is definitely better than it was a year ago. I mean, they didn't have anything close to Austin Rivers off the bench at, at guard. And, you know, Dwight Howard statistically is better than Martian Gortat. Adding Troy Brown, Kelly Oubre now off the bench will get to play with guys. He doesn't have to be the main guy that should make him better. So all that said, the Wizards should be better, and I would say they have top three or four seed upside. Two, I don't know if I'm willing to go there. If you tell me Kawhi Leonard is back to being MVP caliber, then Toronto is going to be up there. Boston, I, I think, will be up there. And Philly, I, I get why people are picking them to finish two or three, and I'm not saying they're wrong. But, you know, let me just see how those, you know, how, well, you know, what do the young kids come back with, both skill set and mental? And also Ben Simmons, I, I don't know this. I'm not assuming that you do, but is he still dating one of the Kardashians? Because if he is, that's a problem. I'm not joking. I don't know. Is he? Do you know? He was dating Kendall Jenner, but last time I checked TMZ, which was a couple weeks ago, their relationship was fizzling out. It was kind of like a summer fling, so I can't really tell you. I know he was dating, um, I don't know if it was Tanashi, like the R&B singer. I'm not sure. It's hard, it's hard to keep up with his dating life. And um, dating a Kardashian is definitely not a good sign for NBA players, but pretty sure that that relationship is done, so hopefully for his sake he can focus on basketball. Right, well, so so then the question is just, was how long was he around a Kardashian? Did he... Did, was there enough time to get, if he broke up, is there enough time to get the stink off that before the season starts? Because you just look at the history. And again, I'm not joking. The, the history of guys who have dated one of them, is, it does not work out well for them on the, on, the, on the pro level anywhere. So that said, I mean, there's other than those three teams, I don't see why the Wizards can't beat anybody. Milwaukee's interesting. Obviously, Giannis Antetokounmpo is, you know, the freak. He is a, he is a freak and a future MVP of this league. His game still needs to develop, but more importantly, they as a team needed more. They added a, a good coach in Mike Budenholzer, so we'll see if he can come in and how quickly he can transform things there. If he can and do what he did in Atlanta, maybe year one it's a bit much, but if he can, they could make a leap. I mean, Indiana was obviously wildly impressive last year. They don't really have a. I don't love their total talent at the top, but they're fundamentally really good, so they could be in the mix. So I mean, I'm saying, so so the, I mean, just those teams. I mean, so the, could the Wizards finish higher than almost anybody in there? Sure. Could they finish below them all? Yes. So I know that's a well, great Ben, way to way to waffle. But I'm just saying, you know, you, you got to tell me health, and look, you, know, you got to see how the. I mean, the Wizards have a lot of changes. So while we know the top guys, there's a lot of there's still a lot of unknowns to be sure. Well, that answer did not give me a direct seed, but I understand where you're coming from. And do you think any of the Wizards will? 
have a breakout year this season. Any surprises this season? Do you think Kelly Oubre is going to play better, perform better? Well, I feel like you should be the one discussing breakout seasons. I feel like you had one at the end of last year, and now, you know, it seems like the momentum is continuing. So I, I feel like you're the one who should be commenting on breakouts, he's not the ones who should be commenting on like guys over the over the over the hill kind of stuff. Do you not want to? So do you not have an opinion on that? You give me a what? look. You, you give me a look. Like, you, 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 you an idiot. Breakout season. Um. Well, I don't. I don't know why I see that. I'll just go to Ubre for one second. He obviously has always has big upside because of his athleticism. The downside though is severe because his his lack of basketball instincts. His shot fell apart at the over the last two months of the season. Um, I always say that people think he, people believe in him more than than reality because he looks like he was born on a poster. But the, he's not as good as people think. He's also has a lot of potential. I think the good thing for him this year, in theory, is that he'll now be on the second unit that has a lot more options. He's been miscast as having to be the go-to scorer on the second unit. Scott Brooks last year would just refuse to have any of the starters with the second unit in the second quarter in particular, and I think that was not good for multiple reasons. So Ubre, I think should in theory, find more consistency in his game, which will, in essence, have him play better overall. I don't know if a breakout year means statistically or things like that, but, like, I mean, he has a chance to be in a better spot, which should, which should help him. And beyond that, I don't know. I mean, I guess Otto Porter, like, he, statistically, he's been great the last couple of years, but it is there is another level for him. they got to get him the ball more. He has to be more aggressive. We'll see. A lot of guys are going to want to want the ball and that's the thing about Dwight Howard. He wants his touches, but so does Wall, so does Beal, and so does all these guys who are free agents. So that how Scott Brooks maneuvers all that will be uh, will be the tough part. Did, did I answer your question there or no? So you think that Ubre is going to have a good year this year? Oh, I don't. Did I say that? I don't know. I said there's a potential. I mean, I you know, the, the issue with Ubre is that his like I said, his basketball instincts are not very good. I mean, the amount of times last year we would ask Scott Brooks about his poor shooting late in the season, and he would say, "Great, I don't care. Tell me about his defense. His defense was bad. People, there's this perception that he's a really good defender. He's not. He's he's pretty decent at times in one-on-one situations when he has the speed and length to guard like four positions. But in team concepts, he gets lost a lot, misses assignments, and that's what drives Scott Brooks crazy. I, uh, you know, let's not forget in the, the, in the when they made the playoffs again in that Boston series, Ubre got benched the last two games, even though they had really no other option. They just couldn't trust to use him. And I firmly believe if we gave sodium pentothal to the organization, they took Troy Brown because he is literally literally antithesis of Kelly Ubre. They're the exact opposite. He's not nearly as good of an athlete, but he's got a much higher basketball IQ. That they were like frustrated because they don't know how much they can get out of Ubre from any given moment in time. Which isn't to say they're down on him. It is just to say that they feel like that maybe they need they need to get smarter on the court. He doesn't always do that. So again, athletically he could be great, but it, I don't know how to judge mental. You you guys have to see it. There's no other way to you can you can't take a thousand reps of, of uh, shooting a jump shot with your mental game you, had to, you can improve but I, don't, I have to see it so it's a fair answer and um somebody that i've been curious about last season is jason smith he did not get a lot of minutes uh, we, we're, i'm gonna hijack mm-hmm. your podcast we don't have to talk about him he's not playing this year are you kidding me he's not involved no he, no i mean injuries i mean i like jason smith but he's not involved Troy Brown might not play much jason jason smith out but here, here's my question when when you throw out a wizard's like if you just said right now, wizards thoughts on Twitter. What would the, what what do you th- what would the actual wizards people say to that? Are they excited? Are they frustrated? Do they think the wizards got better? Do they are they dreading the seat? Like what? Like what, if you throw that out, what do you think? What do you think people were saying? 
they're very confused because when Dwight Howard was signed to the Wizards, people weren't sure. Half the people were really excited because, you know, he's Superman. How can you not be excited? But on the other hand, this is a team that struggled in the locker room all last season. So I don't know if bringing Dwight Howard into our locker room would help us or hurt us or change anything for us. But I feel like we needed a change of scenery. So to me, it doesn't really... It's not that it doesn't matter who we brought in, but the fact that, you know, Gortat is gone and now we've got someone different, I feel like that could be a good sign for us. But I think a lot of people on Wizards Twitter are very confused. They're excited and they're biased like myself, so they think that they, we can win the whole thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> How do you feel? I mean, I feel bad for the people who think that. Like, look, sports is all about hope and optimism, and you should think that your team can do great. But, like, this feels like people, this is why people set themselves up for, 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 for bad stuff at the end of the run. If you, if the expert, like, I, I, maybe this is how I just view life. See, you're like an optimistic, sunny, uh, upside person. I'm viewing it as like, oh, crap, let me just make sure I don't step on any broken glass today, and I'll be all right. So, like, I, with the Wizards, like, you know, like two years ago, when, like, prior to the year that they won 49 games, I could just tell people were, like, overly down on them and oh they stink and, and even now like you said do they have top two or three upside oh okay maybe because maybe not top two but i can buy three is that the same as winning the title no the nba is i mean this isn't just a recent thing this isn't a wizard thing this is a they have the how the league is since as long as i've been paying attention if you don't have one of the five best players two of the top 10 three of the top 20 it just doesn't typically work so no offense again, no offense to John Wall. Even if you think 24 is a low ranking, is he top 15? I don't know, probably not. And even if he is top 15, is he top 5? No. So if you don't have, I mean, so, and unless Bradley Beal and Otto Porter make insane jumps, they're very good players. If, I mean, Beal was an all-star last year. Who knows, maybe Otto Porter could get in this year. But even if they do, that's not the same thing as being all that. So the idea of the Wizards winning it all, the amount of things that would have to go right is just extreme. So let me not, you know, bring bring everybody down. Like, I, I get my point with people, but have fun with the season. Like, I do think that could be a lot of fun. Uh, the, you know, there is more talent on the team. But if you if, if the view is title or bust, and it just feels like in sports in general, we've reached that point, you're just going to be disappointed. I don't care who you are. Even if you're the Celtics, you might be disappointed. Are they winning the title? Is anybody beating Golden State? I don't know. So if that's, I mean, if, you, if it's literally you're a title or bust person and you're being a little bit unrealistic with the specific team, don't come to me when you're crying in April and May and you want to fire everybody. You just have to be realistic with the situation. Um, but it doesn't mean you take status quo. They have to do better, do more, uh, make better better deals or whatever but i'm just saying enjoy the ride but i would maybe temper expectations if you're thinking they're gonna make the finals they have to make the finals that would uh, maybe but uh, odds are not in their favor if you do not like anything that ben has just said do not at me you can at him at ben standing you can send him hate mail and everything like that oh, <laughs> but God. don't but do not at me um was, he's was, a was, I, was, was i harsh i would mean, no. have to I, I mean, you know, I just, uh, you know, he's got he's to be real. That's all. I'm trying to give people a way to enjoy it without, like, if they lose in the second round the next time. That's all. I think we'll get to the Eastern Conference Finals. That being said, I wanted to get your final thoughts. Um, I posted some dating etiquette on Twitter the other day. Ladies, if you're on a first date and want to figure out if he's a keeper, ask him who is better, Wall or Kyrie. If he says Kyrie, dine and dash. And I got 160 likes on it, so it's safe to say that there's a few people that agree with me. So what would your thoughts be? Well, like I said, you got 160 likes on that. I, again, I, I, 
my my pin tweet is uh you know me breaking news that Gortat's gonna get traded. I think I got like four likes or something. Well, first of all, so okay, so I would being from the male perspective, if, if I went on a date with somebody and somebody had an opinion on John Wall versus Kyrie, I'm probably already smitten and re- and I don't care what the what the what the actual answer is because the you know it, you know there's not in my experience is uh, a, a plethora of females who necessarily have opinions on some of these things. So that to me would be a winner even if it was the quote unquote wrong opinion. So hey, I'm happy that you're giving out dating advice to the masses. People need these things. But here's a question. What if you met somebody who, let's just say, because you mentioned Kyrie, he obviously played for Cleveland and now he's with Boston. So let's just say you met somebody who happened to be a Cleveland or Boston native. You didn't know that they're Kyrie versus John Wall stats, but you've met them. You like the sound of their laugh. You think they're smart. They have the same taste in movies, whatever it may be. And everything is checking off the boxes, but then this comes up and they go the opposite. Are you really out or are you like, all right, I can overlook it because all these other things. Are you kidding me right now? I'm leaving. So, so even if the person is from Cleveland or Boston, so their natural inclination, it's not they're just being a hater. They just like that guy because he was on their team. But everything else is right. You're, you're all good. You're like, I'm looking for I'm looking for somebody to, to hang out with. He does this. He does that. You're out. John, if he wants Kyrie over John Wall, I don't care what's going on. He's out of here. Okay, if you are a fan of the Celtics, which I don't know why you would be, but okay, and you like Kyrie, that's fine, but you have to at least respect John Wall. Like, you can't slander John Wall on Twitter ever again if you're going to date me, because that's just not going to work out. There would be, like, a contract with me giving them things to abide by. Are you allowed to make fun of Kyrie? Yes. So, it just saying, if, if, if so, so, okay, so this is important. If somebody wants to date Becca MVP, you need to understand that what, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander basically in this case that's what you're saying you can't insult john wall it's just not something that that's something i'm not willing to compromise and if they didn't want me to insult Kyrie, i wouldn't but at the same time if he messes up you know don't expect me to hold back and keep quiet i will say something but they can't do that about john wall because that's just ridiculous well Fair enough, fair enough. Um, guy says, hey, do you want to go to the Wizards game? I got an extra ticket. Cool. But it's not against the Celtics or against the Lakers. It's against, like, the Kings. Do you view that as, like, dude, are you serious? The Kings? What are you doing here? I'm not a – this is the worst team. What do you do? Would you have an extra ticket? Or do you say, oh, cool, I don't really care. The Wizards, as long as I go to a game, I'm in. See, that's being high maintenance. As long as it's a Wizards game, how, how can you go wrong? As long as you're watching John Wall play, Otto Porter, Bradley Beal, I mean, that that's going to be a good time regardless. And if it's the Kings, they're more likely to win, so it's more likely to be a good night. You see what I'm saying? Well, based on last year, I don't know if there's more likely to beat anybody who's, who's not good. And as somebody who sits through 41 home games year after year, there are some nights where it is a little bit different. But, okay, it's fair enough. I get your point as well. Uh, well take. I just wanted to know if there was, like, you know, if, the, if you considered that to be a, some sort of a diss. I think it's an honor if a man takes a woman to his favorite sports team's game because that shows that he's really interested in her. You know, like, you don't just take anybody to your favorite team's game. I think, I think that's where I stand. But that being said, I think it's about time to wrap up this podcast. Thank you for being my first guest. Follow Ben on Twitter at Ben Sandig. Check out the Sports Capital. And thank you for listening to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, and we'll see you soon. I didn't get to say goodbye. <laughs> okay, say bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Chillin', PG chillin', my name Wale and I came to get it, came to get it, came to get it.
get it. My name Wale. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.